All right, everyone. Welcome to Start to Continue podcast, the big double deuce. 20. That's what I said. 20. It's crazy. <laughs> and that's all I had to say about that. And yeah, who knows, man? Like, I, I never would have thought, uh, especially in this short of a time span, that we were able to squeeze 20 episodes in. Yeah, well, we're professional. How long we, has it been? Uh, uh, when did we launch? Before Christmas, uh, December-ish, I want to say. Hmm. Look at everything we've been through in this 20 episodes. We should have a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly it's just been audio issues, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, audio issues and my dental issues and your shelves. <coughs> it's been pretty much oh, every yeah, episode. And you'll be treated to a nice case of uh, me hacking up a lung. This entire episode. Because you're sick. I'm not sick. It's just... Um, no, you're not sick. It's, it's, it's this cough I've had in my chest for about a week and a half. That would be yeah, pneumonia. No. <laughs> it's it's a tickle. You're sick. Admit it. Finally, you're the sick one here. Even though you don't let your kids go anywhere, so you can't blame the kids. Where'd you get this from? I don't know. It just showed up. But just showed uh, up. I've yet to take a day off, so I'm proud of that. Hmm. And nothing like being sick on days off too. That's well, I'm not sick, but you know what I mean. Wow. Yeah, you're sick. <laughs> the wife has uh, been enjoying it because <clears throat> as soon as I go vertical, such as lying down in bed to go to sleep, it just freaking hits in full bore. So I'm coughing into my pillow, shoving my face into it, trying not to uh, wake her up as much as I can. And then she's a light sleeper, so multiple nights she's had to go into the spare bedroom. But Which is where I was last You've night. tried to stifle your cough. By, I, I don't by believe that. By literally chewing on the pillow. I don't believe that. True, man. Why around here? You hack in front of everyone, all over everything. I think you've no, purposely... You've I even like opened the... I cough into my elbow. You've even opened the fridge up and hacked into the fridge. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but I've seen you do that. Stop making stuff up, man. I'm not making stuff up. I was going to curse right there, and I'm, I'm holding back. Why? Ah, we're gonna go clean this one. <laughs> Is this a new a new Joe for twenty? Uh, we want. Let's 20. see if we can have one episode without being explicit. We want twenty to be for everybody because we know iTunes is uh, oh so lovely that way. Wow, that is that's a good idea. Let's see if we can go uh, non-explicit for an episode. We should go. Yeah, we should go clean and nude. And this room is so hot that we're in right now. I. <laughs> I've already taken off a sweater. These pants are to follow. Great. I am sweating. That's why should 20 be any different from any other episode? Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So what are, what do you got planned for us today? Uh, <clears throat> well, we left off on, I don't believe it was the last one or maybe we had mentioned it, but, uh, either the last episode or the one previous to that, we were all excited about better call Saul and how it was premiering. After the first episode of Walking Dead? Yeah, I guess we haven't talked about it. Yeah, I guess yeah. not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and Walking Dead came mm. back. Uh, it did. But uh, the Better Call Saul was a back-to-back episode, um, one followed by the other on the on the following night, <clears throat> which I did not know about ahead of time, so I've only managed to record the first episode. Oh. But you saw both, right? Yeah. Well, I told you. I said, Joe, you got to, you know, watch no. out for it on Monday too. No. Probably talked about it in this very show. 
Um, what'd you think? Uh, I really liked the opening where it showed him in present day. I thought that was so compelling. And uh, it's nice that they didn't ignore all the previous stuff that had happened <clears throat> because I think, uh, I think it was a good help, a uh, good way of tying it in with the existing viewers as well from Breaking Bad. Yeah, hundred percent. It yeah, it brought me right back there. Just the the sounds and the the camera shots, and I was drawn right back in. I actually was kind of seduced into wanting it to be present day Saul rather than prequel Saul. I've got a feeling that they're going to jump back and forth though between it. Oh, yeah, that's my prediction anyway. That'd be cool if it's workable. It's a pretty big time gap. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw that he was like on on the. I get well, lack of a better term, on on the lamb, right? Because he was he saw that guy. He was in the restaurant, saw the guy staring at him. Thought it was like a hitman coming to get him. Yeah. So obviously he knows that um, somebody's on the lookout for him anyway, right? I'm betting they just put that in there as an intro to the whole show because it it just. And that's it. They just want to. I don't think we'll tell go his back. own story because you know he went back to his house. He got that videotape out. It was it was like uh, like a theme song almost mm. to get into the show. But they've already introduced two prior characters um, from what we've seen from Breaking Bad, right? The uh, the toll booth operator, uh, what's his name? Mike. Mike. And then at the very end, you see the Spanish guy hold him at gunpoint and force him into his house, right? Yeah. And that was, uh, I forget which drug dealer he was. <laughs> You're so good with names. Oh, do you remember? You should, of course. Well, tell the listeners, man. Uh, well, I'm waiting for you. No, I don't know. So, fuck. <laughs> oh. I said fuzz there. Oh, that was good. What? Three minutes? Fuzz. Six. Oh, explicit. Stamped on. Wasn't it Tuco? No. Taco, Tuco, something like that. Yeah, I saw both episodes. But I'm getting confused with another uh, with another movie that he was in. That same guy, I believe, was in um, a movie with Denzel Washington and uh, Ethan Hawke. Rookie, some cop thing, or yeah, Training Day. Training Day. And he was the guy who was inside that Latino uh, house when they were going to kill Ethan Hawke. Oh, he goes, uh, oh, you're in prison. You like to have have your uh, your poop uh, <laughs> pushed up into your ass. <laughs> Remember that guy? You go, uh, no, uh, I don't know. He's no. all crazy. Yeah, I wasn't so keen on that movie. Too much testosterone. <laughs> you won't even admit it was well done. Yeah, it was, it was there. No, it wasn't a 1950s movie, so you're out. Good movie, man. Well, we'll get back Better to than saving Silverman. Really, really. Let's uh, get back to Saul. Anyway, um, one. you want to way off track again? Yeah. Well, you've seen the second episode, so. It's hard to say. I just hope that every episode isn't a matter of him trying to track down like a client or, or you know, trying to finesse some kind of scam or scheme. And I hope there's a little bit more to it. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be that, but uh, episode two, um, again, it's so hard to watch this when you remember uh, the first episode of Breaking Bad because, you know, break, the first episode of Breaking Bad was just balls to the wall, right, for the entire... Really? I don't remember it. Yeah, he's at the side of the road with his, in his underwear, making a phone call to the cops, you know or leaving a voice message, it was it was just crazy. Oh, that was because the motorhome had broken down. Yeah. Mm. So uh, I thought I thought these two episodes were a little soft because I was, I don't know what I was expecting, but <coughs> um, I, I don't know. It didn't happen. Get have, into it because you know it more, you've watched it more than I have. Yeah, so I'm trying to explain it. It's, um, it yeah, it was Tuco, by the way. Tuco, okay. Yeah. Um, so you, exp Saul gets drawn into his family, um, trying to scam his grandmother, uh, what would be his grandmother and Tuco gets involved and, uh, you know, soon, sooner than later, they're dragged out to the desert and, uh, Saul has to talk his way out of it, much like he talked his way out of it when, uh, uh, Walt was going to knock him off when they first met. Hmm. hmm. All right. Well, that's cool. I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't blown away by it, but it's certainly nice to have another entertaining show, or hopefully entertaining show, for us to uh, throw into the mix, right? Yeah. It seems that PVR is never going to never gonna be empty. No, Sunday nights, it's uh, it was exploding last Sunday. So. Do you want to talk about, since we already mentioned that it was a, a follow-after to The Walking Dead, how the first uh, season return of The Walking Dead was? Yeah. The first season of what? First episode. What was that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Is no, it getting too hot for you in there? <laughs> I'm dying. I'm like, oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, The Walking Dead came back. Um, we don't have to spoil it, do we? It's been a week. Well, by the time this is published, it'll be even longer. But All right, so spoil it. People, people. people I don't care. Too bad for them. People like to wait. This is our show. They don't want to listen to it. Turn out. Jesus. That's right. Hardcore. F them. All right. <laughs> F them. <laughs> Isn't that what Stern would say? Tune out. I don't care. No, he gives it at least three or four weeks. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No, because no one cares after that time. Well. We're doing this for the hardcore fans, not these little softies out there. All right, so fans of the show, we're, uh, we're stuck already with uh, Beth getting knocked off with the mid-season finale. Right. And uh, they came back, and it was a big episode for uh, Tyrese. Now, he had a previous episode to himself, sort of, no. other than, I guess, what, his, uh, uh, that girl that got burnt up at the prison, right? Was that his girlfriend or wife, or who was that? Yeah. Well, which one? Yeah, all that. All girlfriend. Because you mean you don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was his girlfriend. Pretty sure. His significant other, I guess, for yeah, lack but of a better term. They haven't, they didn't really, uh, I don't know, I felt Tyrese never got the uh, full. And then you had that blowout with Rick, and that was pretty much it, right? Yeah, but you're going by what's been happening in the comics, right? A little bit. I was expecting he, he's more. He's got more from, of a presence in the comics, right? 
yeah, he becomes Rick's right hand man kind of thing for a little while. Uh, he's more more leader than he was in this uh, in the TV show. Um, he's constantly wrestling with his uh, morality through the TV show, right? Whether he can even kill if need be, hmm. right? I guess. I haven't read the comic. I'm only no. Episode. I'm talking about the TV show. Oh, okay. Every episode he's dealing with. Uh, well, the comics. I'm only on book thirty, so and that's still at. Uh, they're at Mayberry. They're and I th- and where I think Mayberry? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Ron Howard. Sorry. What the hell? Jesus. What? What's, 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 I'm not helping you. What was that town's called? Mayberry. Whatever it was. The town with the... Uh... Oh, man. I'm so tired, man. <laughs> uh, can we delete this part and go back or what? No, you like to keep I things know. real, man. Mm. No edits. Whatever that town was. Man. I, that's, <laughs> I'm you leaving doing? it to you, man. Where that's, is uh, your thought going? Your thought is going somewhere. I'm feverish. I don't know what's going on. Oh shit! Uh, he was <laughs> briefly aligned with the governor. Is that what you're going to say? The governor, yes. No, not like him. he was seduced by the governor for a short while. Yeah, but I was t- explaining where I was in the comics. Oh. in relation to the show. So, I don't. Yeah. I can't even remember that far back when we first see Tyrese. Where he is with the governor? In uh, the show, wise. Yeah. In the comics. In the show, I remember. All right. Let's throw the comic away. Can we go back to the show and have one non-confusing timeline here? Yeah. So they de- they uh, had a whole episode devoted to Tyrese because inevitably he didn't make it Which through the episode. they usually tend to do per ep- uh, at least once for every uh, cast member, right? I don't know. This seemed like really, like a uh, really big time. No. This is just for Tyrese. It's like a whole episode on him and what he's went through and, and where he's been. What does that usually mean when an episode is dedicated to one specific character? That what, what happens? What? what happened to Tyrese? Yeah, but when else have they given an entire episode to a character like Dale? this? No. He was the main thing of more than one episode with that whole stretch of... When they were trying to decide to execute that person, yeah, he was held in the that's a right. There was other shit going on at the same time. Yeah, but he was still a key character for multiple episodes there, where he was certainly had a majority of the lines, and he was doing these eloquies and whatnot. And yeah. and then what happened? He got uh, chomped on the neck. What's an eloquy? Speech. Okay. Don't you know that? Well, it doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> it might be your fever. That's, that's from Shakespeare, man. Okay. Soliloquy? I don't know. <laughs> Soliloquy? That's better. Um, so what else? What did you think of how so I much... I enjoyed it. They, they were referring to... I watched the... Uh, did you see The Talking Dead? Yep. Okay. You saw... I forget the... the 
I guess it was a film director. They were refer, uh, referencing him in terms of the direction that they did with the the way that they shot that episode. Yeah, um, a couple people. You didn't like it, but I enjoyed it in terms of it's almost like a. I guess the closest thing you could you could describe it would be like a, a dream sequence. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, there's two. He was there having was, multiple flashbacks. There's uh, too many too many visions for me. Majority, there was a, a number of returning characters like the governor and the blonde girl and uh, uh, the guy that Tyrese was in the cabin with who wanted to uh, kill him and uh, the little baby. So all, all these characters had returned and then he was having these one-on-one conversations with them all at the same time uh, within this room. Um you know, as he was going through like a whole run of emotions because he had just been bitten by a zombie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was too, it was laid on a bit thick. I can appreciate it, but it, it was a little bit too thick for me. I like the uh, the one scene though when the governor turns into that attacking zombie. I thought that was shot really well. I, was, I saw that coming though, so I was kind of disappointed by that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, like you said in Talking Dead, it was uh, they were talking about Terrence Malick. Mm, that's who it was. Now, I've only seen one of his movies, Thin Red Line, so I can't really draw too I recognize many comparisons. His name, but never, never seen anything from him. Who who's in the Thin Red, thin red Line? Uh, Mark Hamill. It's a war movie. Mm. Mm. Wasn't Lee Marvin in it? Mm. Yep. <laughs> So, and then what else happened? Well, how many I like I liked how go ahead, sorry. How many people does Noah have to kill? Like he's responsible for uh Beth and now Tyrese. Comic-wise, what kind of role does he have? He's not in the comics. He's not even in the comics. Either. I don't think so. Nope. Not that I can remember. He's a very weak character, and I, I can't seem to stand that. Any of those characters uh, in this series? You know, the kind that, that tend to either cause trouble or are just completely useless and can't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I think they should just be kicked out of the group. Because mm. they went back to this town because uh, Beth, uh, yeah, Beth had promised uh, Noah that they would go back and try and find his family, right? Yeah, they were following her wishes. So, in the end, they end up losing Tyrese for this nonsense, and now they got this lame kid with them. But, <clears throat> I guess in uh, <coughs> in hindsight as well, it's, they're also now that one step closer to Chicago, right? Is that um, Chicago or Washington? Washington. Washington, okay. Yeah. Well, they... They decide, right, that they are going to continue. They decide that they're going to go there now because they're only like, they gave a number, it's like a 100 miles or 300 miles away. Yeah, there was a time jump of like 17 days. Right. So they were traveling that entire time. and Which uh, always makes me wonder, you never know what they're doing for food within this time frame? Yeah, I That's think, what I was thinking about. Yeah, they gloss over that, but I think from what they showed in the previews of 
what will be tonight's episode, they're going to have to deal with no food and water. And I think they ran out of gas, too. Plus, in the end of the episode, we saw all of these uh, decimated zombies. So we got to figure out what that's all about. Did you catch that? All the zombie parts? In the field, you mean? Yeah, the one part of the town. I thought that was... I just took that as... uh... Those were zombies that were walking towards the town or something, and then they were all killed off. Yeah, but there was only half of them at the one end of town. And then at the other end of town, when they accidentally rammed that truck with the cap on it, and it opened up, and all of... bodies fell out? No, heads. Heads fell out and torsos. The other part was all bottom legs and arms, and then out of the truck came heads and torsos. And if you look closely, they had something engraved on their forehead. I think it was a W. So what's that all about? And there was something written in graffiti in the town on one of the walls that said the wolves are near or something like that. Is this part of the comics? No. Nothing, eh? I don't think so. So something, something is gonna. I forgot about that part. Something's coming. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think it's gonna get hectic for the rest of the season. It's just gonna be. Boom, well, how boom, many episodes boom, boom. are left? Uh, I don't know. What is that mid-season? Is there eight episodes left? Something like that. I don't remember what their full season order. I just are. remember it's always annoyingly short. Well, you know, I've been seeing a lot of chatter. Uh, people are getting bored of Walking Dead already. What do you think of that? I've seen it on websites. I've heard people talking. Well, I'm not surprised because that's just the the North American mentality for it. So you don't think it's losing any of its juice? Uh, for me, I, I'm not because I still enjoy it. It's, well, what season is this? Four or five? Fifth, uh, fifth I think. Oh, okay. Um. I think people are getting dragged by... Uh, the... I think they want to see more than the, than this group just wandering around, right? You like to see them actually get to a destination, a, a significant destination, and, and try and make a lifestyle out of it. Because basically it's just been every season is them running from one location to another, right? Yeah. Which in reality is what would pretty much be happening unless you found yourself something really secure, but... That's what I was going to say. I think people are feeling dragged by its constant, oh, my God. Oh, geez. Look at this. Oh, my God. Uh, they want to see They want to see a win. When was the last time we saw a win? Mm. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to think. I, I know. They've, they've never been ahead of the game. Well, they've had small wins, but... I was just trying to think of other TV shows I could compare that scenario to. And the only other depressing TV show I've ever come across really on a consistent basis is ER. Where every single episode is is a depressing piece of weight just crushing you. Like no one was ever happy. Someone was always dying or their lifestyle was crap. They were in Chicago. The weather was crap every episode. Every episode, the weather was terrible. You know, it had that just that that constant pressure just pushing you down. So, mm-hmm. 
I don't get that same feeling for Walking Dead, only because I I enjoy it that much. So it's not. I'm not. I guess I'm not delved deep enough into it, or immersed deeply enough, even though I am. Well, I mean, the ratings are still there for it. I think they scored their highest rated regular episode ever coming back. Something like 16 mil or something. Mm, I think they've been as high as 17. For, I, don't, I don't remember. That was last season, I think, the finale. I'm talking regular mid-season episode. Oh. It was their highest number. So that's that's good. I think for that channel, now mind you, the, the, the show's got a, Man, the show's got a reputation of, of trying to bring and bring uh, of having big numbers come in. So I don't know if there'd be a cutoff point. Like for AMC, even if that show dropped down to ten million viewers, that's still a win. Even though, in relation to Walking Dead numbers, that would be a, a disappointment, right? Hmm. Like a ten million viewer show for anywhere in the states. Yeah. Is yeah, really good. Is enough to keep it going as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, for sure. Like Canada alone, a regular a regular big number show in Canada is probably if you're pulling in anything over uh 1.4 million viewers for a show, then you're doing good. Yeah. Now mind you, that that's good numbers for us, but that same show could be doing like Eight million viewers in the states, and it would be considered a failure. Oh yeah, if you got one point four in the states, you'd you're getting canceled like, for sure. Like Super Bowl numbers for for uh, Canada. Uh, at one point, they were up to eight point two million viewers. I think that's the average number for the average. Yeah. Yeah. Is oh, that, yeah, it's the average minute audience. <coughs> so the discrepancy is uh, it's certainly significant. But, yeah, I think for, for it to stay on the AMC, you know, even if it drops, like, down, like I said, to 10 million, I think it's a win. Well, I, AMC's got to. what else do they got? They got to hold on to it because uh, the Mad Men's ending. Thankfully. The, um, I was a little pissed about how much they dragged that show out in terms of the last six episodes. I never watched it. Neither did I. But <laughs> <laughs> but you were angry. They did like six episodes or whatever it was for the last season. They broke the last season up into two seasons. I guess to spread out ratings or interest in it or whatever. Or try and milk, milk uh, you know, video, video release monies out of it well, or... Breaking Bad did the same thing. Yeah, it was to spread out over over two seasons or one season. They the last season was broken into two seasons. Mm. 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 So, but that's uh, that's all they got. They well, they have the new. Uh, there's the Walking Dead spinoff. Uh, I think it's called Cobalt. I don't know when that yeah, starts if, up. Like you said, if, if ratings are dropping for Walking Dead, what's the interest going to be for this Cobalt show? I, I think people would be hungry for it because they want to see a different, a different, uh, 
a cast set in this light, you know? I'm interested, you know, I want to see something, some a different climate. I want to see, you know, they'll be by the water because I think it's set in the West Coast. Um, different cast, a different take on this whole epidemic. Yeah, I think it's set in the... I end. wish they would delve more into the backstory of it in a way of how it started to occur. Or... <clears throat> It'd be kind of... I would have gone the way of them bringing in like this new show where it's prior to the epidemic, but it revolves around the epicenter of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the deal. It, that it'll be around the outbreak. And I think maybe they're going to talk. Uh, that's where it kind of started. Hmm. Not a hundred percent, but, uh, I don't like to look into it just because I like to enjoy the surprise of it. So, <coughs> and uh, Kirkman has another show coming out called uh, I think it's called Outcast, but it'll be on a different channel. Uh, for, based on another one of his comics, so it's look not for that. Go the route of like just Netflix only or one of those stupid, uh, stupid um, downloading services, is it? No, it, it'll be on a real channel. It might be show, Showtime, maybe, something like that. Okay. I can't remember exactly. Can't stand these shows that are, are released specific per channel, like a you know, specialty downloading stream. Hmm. So if you're not subscribed to it, you just can't enjoy it, right? Yeah, now, yeah. I'm not getting Netflix. I just refuse to. Well. Not that I have any interest in watching House of Cards, so. Well, I like uh, Orange is the New Black on there. No interest in... And kid shows galore. You know, you throw that on. Kid can, if you need the kid to watch something for a little while while you jump in the shower or something. Netflix on your tablet. Boom. There you go. Of course, you don't look after your kids, so <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. <coughs> they can find other stuff to watch on the tablet. Plenty of stuff on YouTube. But uh, just to wrap up the TV talk... We're always doing TV talk for some reason. It seems. Yeah, we're gonna start straying away from that. I think. Uh, we just we do have a hold of the ratings book for the week the Super Bowl happened. I thought it was just interesting. Uh, and this is a public document you can find on uh, Playback Magazine. Uh, the week of the Super Bowl is just crazy. CTV had uh, fourteen of the top fifteen shows that week. Uh, Global got in there with Hawaii Five O. But that's a commanding presence, isn't it? You want to list off maybe like uh, five or ten of the top shows there? Well, you got your Super Bowl stuff, of course, and your Big Bang theories. But uh, like you, everyone's interested in The Flash and Gotham and uh, Agent Carter, Arrow. It's all hero stuff. Oh, perfect. But at least one of our Canadian shows, MasterChef Canada, got in there. Uh, right at number 15, MasterChef Canada. That's great. I'm <laughs> glad you're happy with that show. Well, at least it's Canadian production. I'm glad you're happy with it. So out of all of the, we're talked to top 15, we have one Canadian show in there. So, and uh, that's it. Let's leave the TV talk at that. Yep. You know, because we've been, uh, we've been accused of um, having... Shoes? 
having a like video game title to this podcast, but not actually being a video game podcast. But I, I'd like to debate that because we're heavy into it, right? Absolutely. What 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 have you been playing? Our, what have you been playing? Our uh, title. How about what well, have you been playing recently? No, I want to explain our title. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're breaking my train of. Uh, Listen, I'll, okay. we'll get into what I've been playing recently. You want to explain our title and and the thought process behind it and our logo? Because I have had some questions about that as well. Well, you're totally taking me off into left field. I was yep. going somewhere. Yep. But... Catch that ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw you a big pass and Joe's out no, on I'm the bench somewhere. Pass. I, I hit the ball out. <laughs> I know how much you hate baseball. so I was talking football. Try and catch that fly <laughs> ball, man. Um, well, start to continue, uh, obviously we've had that screen staring at us for years when we grew up playing video games, but it also refers to us starting, uh, anything, TV shows, movies, books, right? And in reference to that, our, our logo, which you designed, by the way, is, is a rough sketch compilation of the old play fast forward and rewind buttons on your your vcr decks or your your tape decks or whatever right yeah it's what what you would have yeah it's like the play symbol and uh fast forward and rewind pause and you know when it also does refer to your tranny uh, situation it looks like so, no, it doesn't. Yeah. But you can, well, that is part of it. That was part of the design. Oh, by the way, thank you for designing my new uh, uh, my new banner for the uh, Angry Canadian Decepticon block spot. Well, I'm glad you like it, man. <laughs> it was very good. You want to describe the process behind it? Because I I was I, impressed by it. You I, have you have a macro lens for your your. Um, Let's see if I can remember your camera. It's a, a Pentax. Yeah. So you got this old school macro lens, which is cool. And you shot, if you go to angrycanadiandecepticon.blogspot.ca, you'll see what I'm talking about. The picture originally is of your masterpiece uh, sound wave. Yep. That I talked to you into buying. Well. You saw me buy it. <laughs> no. You know, I got to be, I got to join the boys club. Listen, I've been into Transformers way before you just jumped on the bandwagon. I knocked the trannies, but I'm going to buy one too. <laughs> so you went out and bought a Masterpiece Soundwave, which was cool. Did you get it? You got it from Toys R Us, right? Yeah. Okay. Because it was on sale, so remember? you got the Hasbro version. Yeah. <laughs> Look down on me because yeah. I have Hasbro version. Do you remember what you paid for it? Um, <coughs> it was during that big sale, wasn't it? 25% off, I think. So that yeah, brought so it down. you probably paid like 75 or something yeah. for it, I think. Yep. Well, I've got the Hasbro one too, and that's the one that I've opened. Right. Um, <coughs> I got sneeze <coughs> and cough. That's good podcast quality. Oh, <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. But he stifles his cough when he's at home. This is how well he stifles it into a microphone. No, I, into a microphone. That was turned away. Anyway. So you used your macro lens. You did a nice close-up of your masterpiece sound wave, which even though it was behind a glass shelving, it was still coated with a fine layer of dust. And then you used a, 
a simple online editing software and you added the almost like the the wipe effect to the whole picture there and uh you threw my title on there man it's got this nice gritty post-apocalyptic look to it as if <laughs> as if the decepticons had taken over the planet earth I like how you said it was a nice, uh, it was a simple process. This took hours of processing. Oh, well, First of all, there was a photo shoot involved with the figure. Not just, you know, take a little quick snapshot. There was a photo shoot involved, tripods and uh, whatnot and lighting and everything. Uh, I had to get the right shot. At first, I just took the shot of the head, which didn't make enough room for like a wide banner shot. So but I've I, used that head shot as well, so that's good. Yeah, and that one turned out really cool. Then I had to reshoot and to go wider, and uh, I was taking a macro shot, which really magnifies everything, and you could actually make out the dust on the figure. So that drew me to really let's scruff up the the photo, you know? And that's where I put some overlays on it and dirtied it up and uh, sent that off to you for your approval. Which I like, though, because I, I wouldn't have used it if it was a clean shot, I think. Yeah. It's, it's just lacking something. Well, if the figure would have been 100% sparkling clean, like that kind of macro might have been really cool yeah. looking. I, don't, I wouldn't have gone for it anyway. But, uh, but I certainly appreciate it. Thank I you. sent it off to you without <clears throat> titles, and uh, the next day... You show it back to me, and you put your title on it in Comic Sans font, and I was upset. Well, I was <clears> insulted <throat> by Comic Sans. I was limited to, uh, <laughs> listen, Google Blogspot is certainly not the best be-all and end-all way of presenting topics and, and having, uh, you know, the best choice of options to choose from, so... I just threw that up there as a sample of what I would like, brought to you, and then you uh, you picked a more dirtier, and you changed the color to like a lime green kind of feature, more evil. Well, I, you know, good, I, I, I can't believe you picked and Comic Sans. And I was yesterday by, well, because it's a comic. <laughs> it's really, it's No one's used that since comics. 1998, man. Come on. Relax. Where's your design... It was a rough sketch that I was bringing back to you. <laughs> and I've since uh, reciprocated and, and repaid you back with a nice uh, Cora's breakfast yesterday. That was. That was wonderful. Thank you. Mm. Well, I gave you, like uh, like I said, that graphics package would have been like $2,500 to $3,200 retail, right, out there in the market, out in the marketplace. Yeah. So. so, yeah. And I, it's funny, though, I'd put that tweet out, and you, you were the only one who took any effort to, well, first do anything, but then no one else had responded back. Just asking for the simple simple request if anyone knew of, you know, editing program out there or someone who would be willing to pay, be paid to uh, design a banner. And you should have just went to me in the first place. That's what, It was a little lesson I was trying to teach you about. Uh, Next time. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, brother. There's your, uh, there's your shout out. There's your nice. Thank you. I hope in the tranny cast you do though. I get proper. I did proper shout outs. Last one. That's right because you failed to mention. I forgot to. I brought it up briefly and that was it. Yeah. But anyway, you were, you, this whole 
We went off on a tangent. You were asking me what video games I'm playing recently. Well, you went off on a tangent. You totally blew my rhythm. But just to get back to the logo business for a second, what we were looking for <laughs> was something straightforward, brightly colored, and simple. So when you could see it on a thumbnail in a forum, yep. it would just pop out, which, which it does. I think it still needs to be redone. This is what I'm hearing from you all the time. It makes me angry. And, but, it, uh, it needs to be redone, but just in in the exact same coloring, just because uh, it is a rough, a rough picture. A rough. So. Come on. Well, with the tools I had to work with, I was doing it again through an online browser image editor, and uh, we takes what we can get. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all the time Joe was bothering me that it doesn't look good enough for him, but, you know, at least I'm working on stuff. Well, it's good, man. You did a good job. So, but the other part of the logo is the the arrows and stuff, right? Almost represent a left and a right, and they come together in the middle, kind of like what we do across from this table. No. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. It goes that deep, man. Remember, I was even going to put a microphone in the middle, but then I... That simple logo is so deep, it's open to this, this type of interpretation. That's how deep it goes. That's... That's my mind for you. But the whole thing was, we're not just obviously a television podcast. Right. We're heavy into games. So what have you been playing? Well, I was going to, I had mentioned to you yesterday and I'll, I'll reiterate it again. It's, um, I had to free up some space in the basement, uh, storage space. So I had like four or five bins down there full of all my game systems and games. So I've recently just pulled them up. Into my office, so my office is a my office shelves are a disaster. They're half books, half transformers, and half video game systems. So I pulled up. I've got my uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Two, my PlayStation Three, my Nintendo Wii, my original boxed uh, Nintendo uh, game system. My Nintendo 64 game system box. And you've kept everything through yeah. the years. And a bunch of, uh, and all my games for all those systems, including, I actually got some Xbox games I bought off of a, a co-worker. Cheap. Mm-hmm. So I've got those as well. Yeah, me, I've I've managed to sell everything throughout the years really? get stuff I, i've like flipped systems several times i get it like i want it and then i can't help but sell it the next yard sale kind of thing to make some quick cash and then i want it again i find it cheaply and then i end up selling it again my last sega genesis package i sold off someone got a smoking deal because there was probably close to 30 games with it for i think i made maybe 40 or 50 bucks off it. Oh. so you now they've gone around and probably either kept them or, or sold them so I was on eBay yesterday looking at uh, game systems and because uh, I'm looking to pick up, I don't want to, I've got all my systems packaged up, so I don't want to have to pull out the old game systems, right? You don't want to actually use your game systems? No. Especially like my Nintendo 8-bit. It's, it was used so much that there is, uh, some of them develop quirks like keeping the cartridges down properly or you got to jiggle them or blow on them and. So I'd rather go out. I was looking yesterday. I was looking for, um, oh, and I've got my Intellivision out too. I forgot about that. 
And funny enough that in television, I've got more games for that than I do any of my other game systems. I think I've got over 30 of those games. But um, yeah, I was online yesterday looking for like retro, uh, retro uh, game game systems to play. Like the, uh, we found that in television one and I was looking at. Uh, You're talking about the emulator version. Yeah, like, a, like the Retron systems, but specific for that one particular gaming system. Not that it can play multiples. So I saw that in television one and then I saw the, uh, I think I looked at a Genesis one based on your opinion. That was another system I never had. I couldn't get into the Genesis or the Xbox. But um, in terms of playing, I've still got a number of games on back that I have to play. Uh, if I go back and turn on the PlayStation 3, I have to get back into finishing uh, Uncharted. Got one, two, and three, and I'm halfway through the first one, so that tells you how far back I am. I still don't get if you have all these old systems, why not just play them? Because they're old, and I don't want to wreck them anymore or, or wreck the, the games anymore. Well, you're not three years old anymore. You can, you know, gently... Well, I always took care of my stuff for the most part. A lot of my stuff is in really good condition. So why get an emulator when you got the real thing? Because you have for a problem. some of the real things... Um, like I said, they've ate, they're like, look at the Intellivision that came out in 1979, I believe. 89, 89, 99, 2009. So like 30 plus years old, right? Yeah. There's going to be some quirks to it. You're going to plug a How game in. How do you in, know? You're not playing it. You're going to plug a game in and it's not always going to turn on right away. Or you'll plug a game into your 8-bit Nintendo and the screen will be like, uh, you know, you get that that uh, gobbledygook mush of. Yeah. You can replace that 52-pin connector nowadays. <coughs> Pretty lickety split. Yeah. Yeah. But you said you had like three different Nintendos. I've got two. Two. There's one. possibility of buying another one off my friend. But you will not play any of them. No. <laughs> They're collector's items. They're meant to be looked at. They As are I've not told my wife a million times. They're collector's items. They're not meant to be. How many units did touched. they move back in the day of Nintendo? Uh, millions. Yeah. Well, we looked it up once. It was like eighty million, wasn't yeah, it? This, it was something this insane. This is my very first Nintendo that I've got for Christmas. Okay, keep that one. Okay. What? Why not play the other one? I could, but then I got to bust out my games. Well, <laughs> why not? And another thing, too, is I got to find... I remember when I moved uh, last year, I sold my CRT. No, I gave it away. Oh, you pushed it into the woods. No, the the, uh, the metal guys came and picked it up. No. So now I got to find either some kind of old flat screen... Small enough to fit on my desk, because I, I don't have the root. I don't have the room for another uh, CRT to properly play these games, right? Yeah, I Plus, when you plug it into the new TV, it, stuff gets stretched or it just doesn't look proper and sound whatever. I see those uh, older the the flat screen CRT desktop versions at I like at Value Village all the time. 
Speaking of uh, the Value Village, though, we should probably mention that we just did a post recently on uh, our podcast, uh, or a blog site, actually. It's uh, stcpod.blogspot.ca, and you put up a recent posting of uh, a bunch of Value Villages finds. Yeah, a couple of cameras. Yep, a couple uh, games. A couple games. Yeah. And you and you go in there quite rec- uh, quite often, so that's probably something I should do because uh, you never know what kind of treasure you're going to find, right? You're into the antique camera collecting and whatnot, so yeah, anything you know, cool or vintage, and it's really luck of the draw if you happen to catch there, catch it when it hits the shelf because they don't stay for very long. Mm. Although some of their stuff's really overpriced, but that day it just—I uh, don't know—their pricing dude was asleep at the wheel or something. Because there were deals to be had, for sure. I had to put one thing back, though. There was a full-on music stand. All metal. What do you mean, music stand? You know, to put your uh, music uh, book on. You know? Or, oh, really? Uh, but they had it up to... Well, like a band stand kind of thing? That yeah. You do? Yeah, but okay. a newer one. Um, with telescoping and everything. But they had it up to, like, 30 bucks. And I already had it in my handful of all this other stuff. And uh, 30... Where do those go new? Even thirty seems like a reason. Well, it's yeah, you're it's still at a discount, but it's not like yard sale discount. Where I will find it one day at a yard sale for five bucks. So hmm. I, I I had it in my hand, then I put it down. And you don't do any um, yard sale. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, picking in the wintertime, right? Obviously, there's nothing no, out there. So nothing. There's no other places you check out. Uh, to compensate for that, yeah, the there's some buy and sells around town, but I don't go in too often. They don't flip their stock as often as uh, Value Village would, and plus they're dealers, so they want full on retail for everything. Hmm. You know, so that's the thing with Value Village. You'll get it where it was just some part timer putting price tags on stuff. So you'll find some guy who doesn't really care, right? Yeah. And the cashiers are just ringing stuff in, so deals can definitely be had there. Hmm. And you wanted me to fill up our uh, new blog, which you rolled out live on air, so that was the first Yeah, I post. figured it'd be best to get it out sooner than later. And, um, you know, we've had a number of hits and, and, and views already for what we've posted. We also post our blog or our podcast there and just another area. Eventually, we want to stray from... People having to go to, as I cough, <laughs> from people having to go to like the Podomatic site or whatever other site we decide to use in the future. Or Facebook. And, and uh, then go straight to there instead of all these other places. Yeah. Um, and I did up the banner artwork for that too. You did? Uh, still a work in progress, but <laughs> certainly better than, well, well, we both agreed on that, right? Yeah, well, it'll change all the time, but... Uh, you mean it'll improve all the time? No, this is a pretty nice-looking banner, I thought. It's all right. Yeah. We talked about a few uh, minor details that were missing from it. But, well, the uh, blog in total, yeah, there's... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's always, even mine for my Transformer shit, it's a constant frustration and always means of... Me scratching my head trying to think of ways to improve it, but whatever. Uh, while we're on this topic, though, of blogs and podcasts and whatever, we should probably give a shout-out to uh, uh, a listener of ours. Um, and um, and actually, uh, we're a fan of, or we have become fans of, 
quite recently. Uh, Kevin from Buried on Mars. You can find him on. He's mostly a YouTube uh, YouTube guy, so you can go to YouTube slash Buried on Mars and find his uh, YouTube reviews of. He mainly deals in video games. Um, so he certainly has a, a nice selection and uh, you know good database for you to pick from and. He's also got his own podcast uh, uh, called uh, Retro Fandango. So just do a, a Google search on that, and they're up to episode nine on that. But his his uh, podcast episodes are actually quite lengthy. They usually run the gamut between two to three hours. It's him and another uh, podcaster um, who he talks to from, I believe he's located in Japan, and uh, his name's Ramvox. But, uh, yeah, two good guys. They talk about uh, both video games and movies, depending on how they decide to split up their uh, their podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just want, again, thanks again, Kevin, for checking us out. Uh, his wife also has a podcast of her own. Well, she's appeared on the Retro Fandango. Yes. And uh, she writes a blog. And They did a recent uh, Valentine's Day special. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, with uh, another, well, a bunch of YouTube people, the um, Girlfriend Versus and Cartridge Club people, and uh, uh, they did a, they did a nice little uh, uh, video for Valentine's Day. It was how many? Five couples? Uh, yeah, four or five playing uh, Mega Man Two, letting their girlfriends play yeah, Mega Man Two. You can uh, for all you guys. Um in relationships at one point or another or still in, you can probably relate to this where your, your significant other um, doesn't understand why you like playing it so much. And you've tried to take the time and effort into getting them to maybe share your hobby with you. And you can only understand the frustration that um, for some reason or other, the opposite sex seems to, show or demonstrate when trying to play certain video games. So I guess that was the whole play on with this whole Valentine's Day episode. Just trying to get... Uh, uh, well, that YouTuber Girlfriend Versus, that's their whole shtick. Yeah. Is getting her to play through these games. So uh, for Valentine's, they threw a bunch of couples together. But the way this thing was put together, edited together, it's it's... Really good. Yeah, Kevin does a lot of uh, a lot of his work in post, so it's um, I can only imagine how much time he takes into doing it. But yeah, they did a really nice job, and <clears throat> yeah, thanks again, Kevin, and uh, you know, keep on putting out the videos and game reviews, and uh, we look forward to your next episode, which is on. Uh, what's the next episode supposed to be on? I know in April it's Ninja Turtles. Oh, I think they're taking March off. Wasn't right. that the shtick? Because they have to uh, get all this Ninja Turtle shit into them to prepare for the April episode. But you were saying uh, you want oh, to talk about that. this because you just finished watching uh, The Predator, didn't you? Yeah, they did a whole... They did two episodes on Retro Fandango about... Um, I think it was episodes eight and nine where eight was on all the Predator movies. Number nine was on a touch of Predator. And then they swapped over to um, uh, the Prometheus movie. And in some of their earlier episodes, I forget which ones, uh, they did a whole 
uh, episode on all the Alien movies. Uh, I've yet to listen to that one, but uh, yeah, the other day. So just, he got me all hyped up with all that Predator talk, so I watched the Predator movie yesterday. And uh, yeah, you know what? It still lives up to it. Something about those old Schwarzenegger movies, like the uh, Predator, uh, Conan, and Commando. Those key ones that just, they still hold up. You know they're cheesy and everything, but just uh, something about the one-liners are just, they remain classic. Yeah. Commando can get really cheesy. Yeah, but it's got great one-liners, man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, I love it. That's the one time you say Conan in its proper vernacular. Conan. Well, see, now that's how I wish you you would say the talk show host. But you call the talk show host Conan. Conan. No, that's Conan. I call him Conan. And then, <laughs> how did I say Schwarzenegger? Conan. Yeah, see, that's complete. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Is this shtick right now? No, I'm being serious. Is that how I say it? <laughs> no. Conan with, the Barbarian. With the sword, it's Conan. Talk show host is Conan. But I was doing the opposite. Yes. Hmm. Forever. You've always done that. And I correct you every time. I still don't understand how you watch that guy, but because uh, he's the funniest guy in late night. <laughs> and then while we're on the topic of video games, um, like I cut off before, but I was on eBay yesterday because somehow I don't know what it is ODD or ODD, OCD or ADD. But um, once I get my my interest, I guess hooked into something. Ever since I brought all my games and video game systems up to my room, I've been on a, on a kick of, even though I've yet to actually start playing, uh, get back into gaming in some, in some fashion or another. So I was on eBay the other day looking at, uh, you know, games that I've played in the past and all that bullshit. And... <laughs> I think that was like a burp right. slash something. I hope the old Yeti picked that one up. That's Roadie. <clears throat> Um, look at your shirt it's got all phlegm on the sleeves <laughs> God, who am I working with <laughs> like an animal this is going to sound awesome um, yeah so I, I remember I used to play the old um, Dragon Warrior games <laughs> so I was doing a search just to see and I found one seller that actually had all one, two, three, and four, you know, boxes, inserts, uh, game maps, all that nonsense. And it looked to be pretty minty condition. It was starting off at 99 cents with a six-day bid on it or whatever, or a six-day uh, six auction uh, total on it. So I haven't looked today to see what it was, but even just doing searches for, like, Dragon Warrior 3 or 4, it's amazing the prices on some of these games now. They were up to... Um, probably about, I think it was over a hundred dollars, like for like two, three and four each individually. Yeah. Yeah. The market's way too hot right now for whatever reason. Well, I think Kevin had said that, um, the big thing right now is Nintendo 64 games. They're the ones that are super hot. Which unfortunately those are the ones I have least of, um, I thought I had a lot more. I don't know what's going on. I can't find a lot of my game boxes. What do you mean, the games? I've got the games, but not the boxes. Well, it's not like you. 
No, why... and I know I had them, so I don't know what what the hell happened. Uh, <clears throat> I hope they didn't get misplaced or something. But um, my two big sixty four games I remember were WrestleMania two thousand and WCW versus NWO. And I forget which one it is, but I've got the price tag on the cover of one. Uh, guess how much one of those games were back then? Uh, $49. $89. (laughs) I think that's for the, I think that's for the WCW one, but it's a fantastic game. Like if, if you're going to buy a wrestling game for Nintendo 64, you're going to get the WCW one NWO. Well, I'm not going to. I'm just saying. (laughs) I really skipped over the whole Nintendo 64. I think, uh, after the original NES, I waved off Nintendo until the Wii because I was mm. a Sega man. See, I didn't go the Sega way. I did. I, I was still in, in the Nintendo kick, so I had like Turok, and um, of course, everyone had a GoldenEye. That was the game for the sixty-four system. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the whole I think the whole controller design and. I think a lot of people, if I remember correctly, were upset that it actually went to a cartridge-based system instead of a disc. So I think that's where they lost a lot of... a lot of um, That controller was weird. Yeah, a lot of maybe existing uh, fans as well as future ones. Because PlayStation went... Uh, what, what PlayStation came out when the 64 came out? Must have been the two then, right? No. I went. I would still be on the first one, wouldn't really? I? I think they went the route of the two. For 64. Yeah, it sounds like we have no clue what we're talking about. Well, I just can't remember because I haven't, I don't remember that timeline very well. Like I said, I dropped out. Now I'm trying to get back into to buying the games. And it's no problem to buy a game that if you just want the case or the game by itself. Yeah. But it's like anything else, but you start throwing the box in there and then you got to buy it the condition that <clears throat> unfortunately I prefer to have most of my stuff. It's, you won't buy anything unless it's complete, it's like right? Pre- to a certain extent, I'm not going to care about as long as I got the instruction booklet game and box, I'm okay. Well, that's everything. No, there's usually like little pamphlets and stuff that come with it or the styrofoam yeah. that's in there as well. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I may have to bite the bullet and just, just buy the games. And, uh, cause I tell you to buy something complete. Fuck. It's this eBay is a real pisser. Well, you could save your money. Uh, children's education, that sort of thing. Well, we're working on that. <laughs> we're already contributing to it. So, well, how much more do you want to do? More. These kids are going to have to work. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And the grandparents will help too. There you go. See, I knew there was this giant Italian nest egg somewhere. You kept saying there wasn't. I knew it. There's no nest egg, man. It's Oh, yeah. It's from the old country. It's been rolling ever since the old no, country. My family's not like that. Mm-hmm. My family's a family of workers, unfortunately. So uh, I got to, um, so to wrap up the video game chat. You didn't answer what exactly you're playing right I'm now. I'm not playing anything right now. Uh, yeah. Hence, we are big video game podcast. And what I'm playing, 
Yeah, I got two kids, so I don't have time for that right now. I thought you were playing something. Um, I check in every now. I had something going on my DS, but I've uh, got oh, to. That's a, what you do, man. Yeah. I got to a boss that was making me angry. So, like everything, it just gets put down for a while. I did pull out my. Um, my wife had the old uh, Game Boy. Uh, that I pulled out. I opened up the, uh, you know, the old uh, square, st- I guess, hard case, uh, carry case, whatever you want to call it. But the top part's like a soft flap. Yeah. So I, I unzippered it, opened it up just to see what was in there. And the, the Game Boy and the games and all the peripheral devices were all covered with this fine black speckled dust. Mm. The top of the flap is degrading on me. Yeah, the foam? Yeah. So I had to pull everything out because it bothered me and wipe everything down, put it back in. Put is this plastic... a super old one, like the LCD? It's the original one. Yeah. And she's got like the magnifying oh, yeah. magnifier cover that you can put over top. And there's about five or six games in there, I think. <coughs> yeah, I only brought that up because I know you're big into that DS stuff. And... Well, it's... I don't know. I can't get into those smaller games. It's just handy because I can keep it around with me. Plus, I can I've loaded up all the old Nintendo games into it and whatnot. I do want to get into the emulators, though. Yeah, but more so in terms of buying the actual emulators with the games built in, as opposed to you know downloading them on the on the computer and all that nonsense, right? Well, there's so a lot of questionable the, reviews the, on them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was looking at a television one the other day because I don't want to. Bust out my system. And then based on your referral, I was looking at uh, Genesis one too. Yeah, we, you already told me this earlier in the show. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. No, I didn't. I told you <laughs> yesterday about it. No. Yeah, no. I was talking yesterday. Okay. Really? The Genesis one, uh, I've heard the, the music is almost unbearable because it's just off key enough to drive you insane. Now, why would that be off key? I, I don't know. Whatever the emulation process is, whoever wrote the code or just couldn't get the music right. Hmm. And then you have speed issues too. Like some games just don't scroll at the same speed as what you're yeah, used to. Yeah, I noticed that my uh, my buddy bought the uh, Retron 5, the latest one. Mm-hmm. So he showed me with... Um, I guess he had, what was it, Mario Brothers, the first Mario Brothers, and he put it in. And, and something just felt slightly off when you were trying to time your jumps to, you know, land on a on an enemy or land on a, a block or do whatever, right? It was just seemed, yeah, it's like you said, from the hours and hours that we've played these games, it's almost like a built-in a built-in uh, feature where we just we notice something slightly yep, off. Totally. Yeah, there's the feel. Uh, you don't know, is that the Retron's fault or is that the TV display's fault or the the traverse of the signal to the TV? Mm-hmm. The Retron might be perfect, but it might be your display that's that's slowing it down somewhere. I've been meaning to uh, check out some more YouTubers on the Retron 5. There's a lot of reviews out, but the price tag of it keeps me from wanting to get too attracted to it. It's what was it again, like 175 or something? Yeah, at my video game store, it's around 179 last time I checked. Plus but, tax. Yeah, plus tax. Yeah. So plus then you have to 
collect all the games. Like, if you don't already have the games, there's nothing built into it. So. Yeah, but in that case, well, if you didn't really care, I guess you could always go and buy the cheap games, like the five ten dollars ones, right? Oh, I would buy loose games for sure. Yeah. So. In fact, I still, from yard sales, have picked up some here and there. I'm going to have to maybe follow your line and start hitting up yard sales come the, come springtime. Well, yeah, sure. Just to, uh, but you're up in the boonies, man. So you probably get better, better stuff out there. No, um, I, it's quite the opposite, I think, because uh, uh, Barrie's such a young town. You know, a lot of young people living there. It's just the good stuff doesn't come out. It's more older communities. When I go back home to Picton, I always try and be there for a yard sale day because. There's just goods, goods galore coming out, all at yard sale prices. Whereas, you know, the younger crowd, they got the wherewithal, so they're charging retail for, or what they think should be retail. <laughs> so I love picking from the older communities. And you, you're in such a high, dense area, you'll be able to hit like 200 yard sales in a morning. <clears throat> I'll be honest, I've never really seen yard sales. Not that I leave my house. Well. But that's probably part of the issue. Well, that's when you go in the wealthier environments, you know, they're not prone to have yard sales, right? They'll just give it to their gardeners and stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of people just, um, yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, they don't have the time to dedicate a whole Saturday morning or afternoon to dealing with making whatever, right? Yeah, for sure. Just chuck it, give it away. (coughs) It is a throwaway society, right? So. Yeah, so like, maybe head up to Peterborough. That that'd be a good area. I know that. Ooh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Peterborough, Lindsay area, Campbellford. Hmm. Yeah, definitely in your. How would uh, I explain that to my wife? In your area, with uh, all the Rolls Royces and the driveways yeah. and shit. That's why I drive a Mazda three. <laughs> Although want, sometimes in Barry, I'll see in the newspaper a certain street where they're having a yard sale, and it's like the Snob Hill people. And if one of those houses is having a yard sale, I just rush to that first because they're just doing it, you know, for the fun of selling and stuff. They don't care about their prices. They got nice stuff. They're just doing it to do it. I don't think the richer ones would be more stingy and and always want to try and make their money back, right? Yeah. Well, there's definitely that too. But you look, what, you look the stuff up in the newspaper? Yeah, I'll give the newspaper a... (laughs) Here we go. How to yard sale 101. Uh, you get the you, the newspaper and um, give a quick glance. I'm I'm really just looking for keywords of stuff I like, like vinyl or antiques or uh, you know uh, stereo equipment, stuff like that, or gaming equipment. Mm-hmm. So I'm not anything that says uh, clothing or baby stuff or kids stuff. I'm just scanning all through. So if there's major hits or something that says a street sale, like something that's worth my time to drive all the way over there, if I can get like 15 yard sales in one street, that's worth the drive, right? But if you can go through the ads and find something you're really interested in, then you just kind of prioritize to go there first. I wonder if, <clears throat> did they give the address as well? Yep. Hmm. You got to be early, though. I was going to say, I wonder if it's beneficial to contact them ahead of time and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking for. Do you have it? Do you want to get rid of it quickly? 
I think phone numbers are less. Oh, no, but I mean, if they give the address. Oh, just show just up. Just go knock on the door. Yeah, I before, guess. Before the day, right? Yeah, it could do. Yeah, that might be weird, but might not like that. Would you like that? You're having a yard sale and someone bugged you the night before? Mm-hmm. Or if you saw them outside, I don't know. It is. I'm a, just trying. You got to think of. You got to think of uh, any kind of mean possible to get an advantage over these these pickers, right? Uh, it's a real pain because I know like the dealers, and you're at, you're at a race with them to get to the yard sales before the dealers are, and you know their route, and you can see where they're going, and you just try and beat them to the punch. There's at least five dealers that scour my neighborhood and surrounding areas. Hmm. It's ridiculous. And you can hear them chat with each other and then, yeah, there's nothing at that whole neighborhood and ugh, dealers. Cause then they just buy it cheap and resell it. Right. They're not, they're not a collector. No, not at all. Huh. So, uh, I, that's probably good for today. eh? Sure. The big two. Oh, we went over the hour. We yeah. did. Oh, that's normal though. Well, oh, exciting. I don't know if we talked about where's anything important. The, where's the balloons and where's the cake? And Yeah, exactly. Where's where the is dancing that? girls? And what kind of party is this? I don't know. Um, well, thanks all the listeners for uh, keeping us going all the way to episode 20. Hope you follow us further down the road. Uh, go to our Twitter and follow us. I think a good thing would be if we got our 20th follower for our 20th episode. What do you think? What are we at now? Sounds pretty sad, doesn't it? <laughs> I thought we were at 19 followers. We're at 19. So let's go. One oh, more by follower. By the time this gets out, there'll be... We should have 20. You think so? Another robot will join on. Another hot female robot that <laughs> somehow always manages to find us on Twitter? That's right. Yeah, we like some real people, please. Yeah, can we get real people? Well, the robots are fine. They're quiet. But uh, at STCPod is our Twitter and uh, find us on our blog spot, stcpod.blogspot.ca. Um, and yeah, please, uh, we'd appreciate it, you know, when we do tweets out or whatever, if you guys can find the time to possibly retweet it out and maybe spread the word. And like I said, we're working on the process of <clears throat> um, having guests call in or talk in, or <clears throat> we haven't figured out exactly how we're going to what means we're going to use. There's so many different ways to do it. So, uh, <clears throat> Kevin's given us a couple ideas, but, um, yeah, it's all a work in progress, but, uh, we do it for all of you. And the blog spot should be the place to go, right? Everything will be there. There's no point. From even... now on, everything that we do will be there as well as elsewhere. We don't even need to mention Facebook. Uh, Facebook, but we do have a YouTube channel too. And we got to get some shit on there. eh? you were going to do some stuff. Yeah. We got to decide whether we're going to show our faces on camera or not, too. Or just our hands still. <laughs> I, <clears throat> what did Homer Simpson say? I'd rather remain incognito. Well, yeah, I've been, you know, I've worked in the television business for cool. a long time. And I've never wanted to be on camera. But uh, I want to show off some collections and stuff, and I don't know how to do it without being on camera. I'll show off from the neck down. <laughs> maybe uh we'll hire some actors or something to go through it <laughs> no? i was just trying to think we should call a model agency yeah let's, 
That'd be a lot better. Even models that want to do YouTube videos for us with video games. Yeah. They'll hold up cameras and stuff. And they got to know it. Anyways, that's that. Post and post it.